Chapter 17 Thanatos Simon Belmont and Tim Bradley emerged from the fourth mansion, Simon holding his prize along with the other body parts in his canvas sack, Dracula's eyeball. Well, Tim said, feeling pretty good. Of the four parts we've found so far, I guess Dracula's brain doesn't add much weight to that sack. His cunning must be in his entire body, said Simon. You should not underestimate him, Tim. It was then that Thanatos, the master of death, remember, showed up. Bram's mansion had been much the same as Rover Mansion, which had also been quite like the other grand decaying houses holding the body parts of Dracula, right up to the skeletons in the dungeon. Oh well, not that they had gotten their share of monsters and creepy crawlers to say nothing of shivers. However, for some reason Dracula had been leaving Simon pretty much alone, and now that Tim seemed to have kicked the chocolate habit, he felt much better about things. Much better in the fact about this whole business. In fact, he was actually starting to think that this was going to be a very positive experience after all. That was, until the Master of Death showed up. Thanatos erupted out of thin air, right in front of the path to the forest like a bolt of lightning in the middle of a thunderstorm. When Tim's eyes recovered from the blast of sizzling white light, he opened them and saw the thing standing in front of them. Heaven help us, said Simon Belmont, flipping his whip back into readiness, as though that would help. From the size of this guy, it looked as though it was going to take a lot more than just a whip, even if it was a magical chain whip to deal with him. Tim Bradley could not speak, let alone come up with a cute quip. This joker was absolutely incredible. I am Thanatos, master of death, said the big guy. Look on me and despair. He seemed to be about 20 feet tall with legs like the trunks of trees, arms with biceps that would make Arnold Schwarzenegger gasp with envy, and a chest as thick as a Sherman tank. But it was as much his outfit as his size that made Tim freak out almost totally. Thanatos looked like a hood straight out of Flatbush, Brooklyn in the 1950s, who had made a time stop in the current heavy metal era for some jewelry. He wore black leather pants with a black shirt, littered with chains and spangles and other cheap jewelry. He wore the classic black leather motorcycle jacket. On his wrist, he wore leather bracelets with studs. His face was like a cross between something out of a 50s horror movie and something out of a 40s gangster film. His entire face was broad. His hair was cut flat top style. There was a ring in his nose, making him look much like a bull who just stepped off a motorcycle after a high-speed dust-up with the cops. You, I shall toss back to your home dimension. Thanatos said to Tim Bradley, gesturing with the hand the size of Tim's room. And you, Simon Belmont. He lifted his boots so high that Tim could see the hobnails on the bottom. You I shall crush. Simon Belmont looked unfazed at this threat. Tim guessed that was one of the nice things about being a hero. You didn't get too upset when big guys threatened you. You just took it all in stride and figured that this was the next part of your mission or quest or duty. Tim, on the other hand, did not consider himself a hero. Tim considered himself a 14-year-old who had stumbled into something that he really didn't want to be in, but who had decided that it was best for all involved that he see the whole thing through to the end. Now, however, he wasn't so sure. All the other parts of this journey had been scary and frightening for sure, but they had been fun compared to this guy. This guy really and truly meant business. And when he killed someone, that person was dead with a capital D. And who knew? Maybe worse than dead. The thing started to advance, pounding forward like a Japanese horror movie made real. 
The spangles and jewelry flashed with an infernal light of their own. The smell of the thing advanced before it, a wave of seaweed and dead jellyfish. The very air began to crackle with energy. Simon Belmont cracked his whip, but it snapped against some kind of force field. The tip exploded in a shower of sparks. Fear grabbed Tim Bradley. He felt as though his courage were seeping through the bottoms of his feet. He had the almost uncontrollable urge to turn and run just as hard as he could. Simon Belmont flicked the whip back again. His face was resolute, sure of victory. He hurled the whip. And then the impossible happened. Thanatos, master of death, reached out with one of his hands, and he reached out so quickly that Tim could barely see him move. The hand shot out, wrapped around Simon's body, and pulled him forward toward his face. The mouth opened, and Tim had a glimpse beyond jagged fangs and rotting molars of shadows between planets and worlds being born and worlds dying. The hand pulled Simon Belmont towards his death. Almost unable to stop himself, Tim turned to run. He had to get out. He had to get away. He had to... had to... But then he stopped. He forcibly called himself to a stop, got a grip on that fear that had grabbed him with every bit as much force as the master of death had used to grab Simon. No, he was bigger than his fear. Besides, hadn't Thanatos said something? Something very important. Something very telling. Stop right there this instant, called Tim Bradley. Don't you dare eat that hero. He said it with such authority and such loudness that Thanatos did stop. He held Simon Belmont dangling just inches from the chasm of nothingness, and his eyes rolled like bloodshot marbles towards Tim Bradley, looking down as a cook might on some troublesome mouse squeaking for cheese in the pantry. Who dares challenge Thanatos, master of death? The great leather being demanded. Look, you jerk, we know your name by now. Tim took out his whip. He didn't really know how to use it, but he sure could try and fake it. How dare you speak to me like that, mortal? Look, I may be mortal, but I can thrash you any day, you third-rate creature feature. The master of death began to turn a bright purple. Steam spewed from his ears. He dropped the half-conscious Simon Belmont to the ground and started stomping toward Tim, lightning bolts and firecrackers exploding in his bulging eyes. Oh no, I'm not. Tim hurled the whip with all his might, snapping it just like Simon Belmont had taught him to. And lo and behold, the whip cracked. And it cracked like the voice of doom. Thanatos stopped in his tracks. He looked down at Tim, much in the way a crocodile in combat boots might look at a snail it is about to step on, who just lifted up and displayed an atomic bomb it is about to detonate. Who are you? Timothy Bradley, said Tim. And who, pray tell, are you? I am. Thanatos shook his head, confused. I have already told you who I am, Timothy Bradley. What did you use for a head? A pumpkin? Tim snapped the whip again. The sound was louder. It was as though something deep and wonderful inside him had taken control of his arm. The creature actually stepped back, looking perplexed. Meanwhile, off to the right, Thanatos did not notice that Simon Belmont was recovering. Simon was slowly getting to his feet, looking around him dizzily. Tim knew he had to distract the thing's attention. He had to let Simon get another chance at it. I've got a computer for a brain, you stupid pile of buttons, cried Tim. 
I'm a lot smarter than you. You are an arrogant piece of earwax, Timothy Bradley. Angry smoke spooned from the thing's armpits. I shall have to kill you now. But you can't kill me. You said so yourself. You can only send me back to my home dimension. The monster was taken back. His mouth hung open. I was being merciful, you brat. I can do what I like. Oh yeah? Tim snapped his whip again. Well, come and get me, cucumber breath. The thing snarled like a million cats fighting. It stepped forward. Tim stepped forward to meet it and flung the whip again. Death, here is thy sting. Snap. And again. Crack! The video game master's reflexes had been honed to perfection. He could actually do this now. He could use the whip. And here is the proof. For he had just flicked the whip so expertly that it caught Thanatos directly on the tip of his big nose. Ouch! Where the whip tip had landed was a red welt that immediately spread through the nose. It swelled up hugely, almost obscuring the creature's bowling ball eyes. Stand back, you foul thing, said Tim, raging against the night, raging against the master of death, screaming at the top of his lungs. And while you're doing that, why don't you just get back where you belong and never come back again? What? blustered Thanatos. You wound me and then you order me about? You shall pay. You shall pay dearly, mortal. From the corner of his eye, Tim could see that Simon was getting up. He was reaching into his pocket for something. Tim had to keep the creature's attention diverted. So far, all I've gotten is more and more blasts of hot air, Thanatos. Come on, show me what you can do, big boy. The monster charged Tim. However, Simon Belmont leapt into action. Literally. He jumped up the creature's back, flinging the whip around its neck. Then he jammed one eye with the blue crystal and the other with a batch of garlic cloves blinding the monster. Thanatos howled with vexation and fury. Strike him in the chest, Tim! Strike him in the chest! Tim ran up and hit Thanatos in the chest with a clenched fist. No, said Simon, fighting with all he was worth to stay on the creature, who was bucking like a Brahma bull. With a thorn whip! With a thorn whip, Tim! Oh, Tim stepped back, aimed, and let go. Snap! Thanatos gave one more mighty heave, tossing Simon Belmont off once more. However, he did not look as though he were about to charge Tim any longer. In fact, the Master of Death looked like he was very ill, or about to explode, or perhaps both. His edges turned to shimmering flames, and he shook like a leaf. His clothing turned almost translucent and began to crack. Thanatos winked like an exploding star, and then, with a final snarl, he collapsed into nothingness as though sucked away by a black hole. Wow, said Tim. What a sight. Simon Belmont took a deep breath and put away first the flask and then the crystal. He then looked at Tim with renewed respect, and perhaps even awe. Do you realize who that was, he said. My gosh, do I have to say the name again? Thanatos, Master of Death. Yes, but do you have any idea what that monster could have done to you? Tim made a motion of dismissal with his hand. Ah, no big thing. He's just as full of hot air as Dracula. Simon shook his head solemnly. You are really in big trouble, Tim. Your bravery is truly astounding. Tim blinked. Um, you meant I really could have, uh, died? Simon said. In a word? Yes. Tim Bradley fainted dead away.